I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode on Hey Spirit. I don't even know where to begin, but I am just going to say that I am very thankful that Steve just happened to stumble upon the podcast, listened, and immediately called the hotline and left a message. You know how I say time and time again, things happen for a reason. Things happen for us, not to us. You know, here it is, Steve, his appointment to have this reading and to be on Hey Spirit was all the way back in the summer, and it got postponed twice. And today was the perfect day to have him be a guest and allow me to share my gift with him today because what his loved ones conveyed to him was just absolutely mind-blowing. You know, every day is hard, especially when we lose a loved one. But the holidays seem to be a little tougher. So this week's episode, I hope helps you get through the holiday season with a little bit more faith, love, peace, and hope. I hope you will enjoy this amazing, beautiful episode on Hey Spirit. God bless. So welcome to Hey Spirit. I want to thank you for joining me today, but more importantly, for giving me the opportunity to share my gift with you. How did you even get on Hey Spirit? I was listening to your podcast, one uh, drive into work and the commercial, like if you want to be on a call. So I yeah. called and oh. then I got a text out of the blue, like a couple months later. I love that. See? I'm curious because like some people say, oh, my friend told me about you or I watched Long Island Medium. So I love that you took that chance that day. And 
decided to call in. I only ask for good things and I want Spirit to bring up and talk about things that will help us embrace life after the loss of them. As I give my speech, I kind of raise my vibration. I start to enter the other side and I can see it is almost like you have a lot of loved ones on the other side. Cause I see like grandparents and I can see them. They're all like gathering. And it's almost like, remember back in the fifties when they used to do the stroll, where they used to line up and then they would dance down They you know, they do the, the stroll. It's almost like, this is what they took me on. And then I see this young man at the end. Now, young male for me could be anyone that we feel that left the physical world before we feel their time. I did feel like a bond. So I don't know if you had like a good friend that died. I feel like a brother bond and he salutes you. So when a soul salutes someone, that could be several different things. It could be they served our country or you could be firemen, policemen, someone that serves our community. If it is not any of those things, or it could be end or it's spirit's way of acknowledging how proud they are of you. And I am saying that it is a proudness because as I was giving my speech to you, I felt the presence of someone. I didn't know who it was, but I could see them saluting you. And I don't even know a, who I'm talking to or B with even what this is in reference to, but it's important for some reason for this gentleman to acknowledge how proud he is of you. Or more importantly, it's almost like how I feel he looks up to you. So how would you be able to connect with that? It's my brother. Okay. So did he serve policemen, firemen, and or did you? No. Okay. So then it is of just of pride. Your brother just looked at me and he goes, we're like complete opposites because he shows me East Coast, West Coast. And it's almost like you guys were the complete opposite of each other. Is that correct? A hundred percent. And I think now this is interesting because I've never had this before. I feel like this is the reason why it was important for your brother to acknowledge how proud he is of you the pride that he carries for you on how through after everything that you've been through, whatever that may be, it's almost like I feel like you rose above it and handled everything with such dignity and grace. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And your brother just said, I want my brother to know that I never could be disappointed in him, but more importantly, that you were always there for me because your brother snapped his fingers at me. So when a soul does that, that means that they left sudden and or unexpected. Even if someone is ill, Steve, we might not have expected them to leave the physical world at that time. And then I watched your brother's soul step forward. And that's my symbol for where they want to take responsibility for their choices, their decisions, their actions, their non-actions that caused and attributed to the departure. Do you understand that? Let's just say if somebody hypothetically passed of a heart attack and they didn't go to the doctor, like they're taking responsibility for that, okay. for not paying attention to themselves. Does that make sense? Because when now a soul takes responsibility, yeah. it doesn't mean that they intentionally take their own life or that they wanted to. It's validating that they take the responsibility of their actions and or non-actions. So a lot of times people that are diabetic, if they show me them eating chocolate, like every day. Like they'll take responsibility. That was their choice. Not wanting you to feel that you could have or should have done more, been there more, or should have, and I feel like this is important, noticed anything. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Was your brother very private? 
like didn't really talk about like emotions or talk about things. Cause I feel like he's kind of keeping me at this safe distance. Yes. Yeah. He was very held everything back. So I understand again, you have to understand this is also a part of taking responsibility because I wanted him to elaborate more on because it's the way souls say things to me that spark my interest in being or, or intrigue me to say, oh, that's different. And it was the way he said to me, or my brother should have noticed something was wrong. So know that your brother says, I don't want you to carry that burden, that responsibility of that. I want to ask you this. Your brother died suddenly. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And how do you connect with the chest? Because he keeps laboring my breathing. He had uh, melanoma that metastasized, and we believe he had a heart attack that morning. Okay. But I'm going to say this. So it's almost like if you were a nurse or a doctor, like you should have noticed that something was wrong, or right? Like it's almost like that or noticed. And maybe it's even back to the melanoma. I don't know. Because there's something about your brother on where he's like, I made the choices that I made, I left the physical world with dignity and grace. Like I would not have wanted to have changed anything or because I almost feel like even though he was ill, fair enough, or had this diagnosis, it didn't hold him back as far as living. But if I knew that I had a quote unquote heart condition, because he made me feel like this was not savable, whatever it was in his heart. Does that make sense? Because he brings me to the heart and I feel like he brings me behind and it's almost like you wouldn't have been able to see this malfunctioning of the valve or the whatever it is. Like, I feel like it's not as cut and dry as, oh, you have a clogged artery, you know, go in and have a stent or mm-hmm. have a bypass. He made me feel like it was it was more complicated than that. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So know that he says there's a part of me that I want you to know that I am at peace with that because I did and experienced so much in life and I would not have wanted to have lived my life any different. Makes sense. Did you keep any of your brother's clothing? Cause he showed me you wearing his things. I don't care if it's a shirt, if it's a jacket, if it's a pair of socks, a pair of boots, I don't care what it is, but he showed me that you kept things that literally have no monetary value but were important to him or, or a memory for you. Yeah. I had a uh, quilt made with his t-shirts for my mom. Perfect. So know that he supports that choice and decision and knows what you had made in memory of him. Now, who is the mom that's departed on the other side as well? If it's not your mom, then it would be grandmother. My mom. Yeah. Steve, I kid you not, this is your grandmother. She's like, do I look like a grandmother to you? So did she look very youthful or did she carry herself in a youthful way or always seemed youthful? I've never, ever had this before. Yeah, yeah. Now, was this on your mom's side of the family? Yes. Because she just took roses and handed them to a mother figure here in the physical world. So know that it is her way of acknowledging your mom. Both their names are Rose. (laughs) Validating that all of the souls are together, safe and at peace. Now, your dad have a hard time talking about your brother's departure? Very, very much so. Your brother is like pacing. And I go, why are you pacing? Your brother's actually, he goes, I don't know how to bring this up. I go, what? 
just say it. I'm like, it's fine. I'm like, I'll find a way to gently communicate this to your brother. And he's like, it's my dad. He doesn't talk about me. He doesn't say a word. It's almost like I never existed. It's like I never died. It's almost like I'm just away at college. Whatever it is, your brother just said to me, dad doesn't understand. He keeps saying, why did God take my son and not me? So know that this is the thing, Steve, that I admire about spirit. Your dad isn't even present. And your brother is talking about this. This is the amazing thing about the souls of the departed, of what they give us what we need. Because your brother just said to me, my brother never thought in a million years that I would have brought up my dad. Because this is to validate, this is what needs to be acknowledged. Because it's almost like, even though my dad doesn't talk about it, he still thinks of me every day. And look, he goes, you tell dad, he can be as angry as he wants that I died. He says, but I need him to be able to release the anger and to love and honor and respect himself more than the anger that he carries connected to my passing. And that, Steve, is whether it maybe it is his faith. He goes, because the ones that are suffering is my brother and my mom. It's almost like we're afraid to grieve him or talk about him in front of dad. 100%. So know that by your brother doing this, he's acknowledging that his soul is present. I'm going to say this to you, Steve. Why I do what I do is not to make people believe in what I do. I don't. I'm not trying to be rude. I don't care. I don't care that your dad might not believe in what I do or understand what I do. This is about your brother's soul acknowledging that what is eating you and is not helping you heal or being able to heal is because your father is so destroyed over the loss of his son. One hundred percent just to bring up his name is he breaks down but that's okay your brother looked at me and goes Teresa goes at the end of the day I died he goes we cannot change that but what we can change is how we move forward from this day on Mm -hmm. for your brother's soul to acknowledge this these are the moments Steve that I've been doing this for decades that I sit back and I am blown away by a soul Your dad's not even in this Zoom. Your brother looked at me and he goes, nobody even knows this about my dad, that my dad can't even talk about. It's only close family that knows that my dad can't even talk about me. Is your dad a reader or, or did your brother like to read? I, God, no. (laughs) Um, my dad, I mean, my dad reads all the time. Oh, no, that's fine. This is not something that I typically do. Your brother is, is showing me and he's handing me one of the books that I wrote, Good Grief. I might not look it, but I did write four books, New York Times bestsellers. <laughs> Your brother's making fun of me, by the way. That's him. <laughs> I wrote Good Grief probably about seven or eight years ago because what I learned through messages, and I feel like it's something similar of what your brother is acknowledging today about your dad. They talk about in support groups, even in therapy, the 12 steps, right, of grief. Look, that might be so. Not everyone is the same. It's the same thing for you, your mom, any other siblings, anyone else in your life. The only thing that you have in common is that you lost the same person. 
The way that you heal and the way that you grieve is going to be different. Nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. I say to people, as long as you are not self-medicating, then you grieve the loss of your loved ones the way that you feel that you need to. And that's what good grief does. It acknowledges all of the steps. You might go through them. You might not. You might go in the order. You might jump around. But then it gives us tools to help us cope. And there's almost like little things to do, like a kind of like a little like workbook. If your dad's having difficulty, talk about your brother. There might be something that he might get out of the book of saying, you know what? Today, I'm going to just randomly tell someone, maybe a stranger, that I lost, that, that my son died. Or say to my, say to Steve, I'm really still heartbroken. I don't know if I'll ever heal from the loss of your brother. That is part of the healing process. I'm going to hypothetical this. Say, you know, the holidays are coming, right? Very difficult time. The holidays are hard. Losing a loved one every day is difficult. But for some reason around the time of the holidays, it's even harder. But it's almost like if we can set up and be like, if you say, dad, it's the holidays, we're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about my brother. We all know you might cry. That's fine. Um, I might cry. It's almost like setting up already. All right, we know you're going to cry. We know we're going to be upset, but I want to put a picture out of him. I want to, or if that's too much, dad, I got this candle today. I lit, what is your brother's name? What was your brother's name? Nick. Nick. <laughs> I lit this candle in memory of Nick. This is where Nick would have sat. This is in memory of Nick. If he can't handle the picture, something of where you're, and it's like, I know you might cry, you might get upset, but you know what? It's something that I think is important for the family, what I want to be able to do for mom. I think that this is the greatest gift that we can give each other, but to talk about Nick and know that he's with us. Did your dad survive some type of illness mm -hmm. or heart attack or something? Yeah, he had cancer in the colon. Okay. So, cause I asked your brother, I said, why is your dad, I understand your dad could be so angry at God. Like I, I get that because that I think is something common because sometimes look, at the end of the day, parents are not supposed to bury their children. Right. And I've learned to understand why someone might be angry or lose their faith in God. But I said to you, brother, I go, why is it why is your dad, I feel it's so, it's so much more than that. And he simply looked at me and he said, because my dad says, why did I survive? And my son couldn't survive. The time now for your dad to maybe to try to enjoy the holiday a little bit more this year, because your brother just made me feel like there is no, he goes, enjoy the holiday, Teresa. He goes, there hasn't been a holiday since I died. My dad doesn't even want to acknowledge a holiday. So maybe it's something simply as this, Steve. Maybe it's you go and you get an ornament with your brother's name on it. Maybe it is a little real tabletop tree or a little artificial tree, and you put that ornament on it. Mommy wants to celebrate Nick this year. Now, who has children? 
Um, both I have children and my sister has children. Is there a child that resembles your brother or was named after your brother or that reminds you of? Yes. I asked him to validate that I'm interpreting everything correctly. And that's what he showed me. So know that whatever it is that you see in the children, I don't care if it's an action, if it's the way that they look, the things that they say, maybe they do look exactly like him. Know that that is your brother's way of showing himself to you all, that he is present. Do you have like a picture of your brother that's like up on the wall or that's out? Yeah, like our wedding picture. Um... Do you ever notice that it's turned or moved for no reason? No, you know, I don't have to pay more attention to it. Pay attention to it. Know that it is your brother. Know that it is his soul that is taking responsibility for that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. Do you have a good friend that died? Or did your brother? Because he brought forward another young soul. But I feel like it was tragic because I tasted blood. So I don't know if it was like a car accident or there was some type of tragedy. Do you work with someone that, that lost a, a child? Mm-hmm. And was it tragic? Mm-hmm. Okay. So know that 
your brother brought the child forward just to validate that I'm interpreting everything correctly. And look, I don't know if this is to, to say that this has anything to do with your dad. You know, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's almost like it's something where your dad has to like draw his own conclusions. But again, there's no way I would know that. <laughs> right. Validating that even though souls might not have known each other here in the physical world, especially something like this, they're connected. And then your brother looked at me and he says, but you don't understand. That's my brother. My brother helps everyone. This is what my, my brother does. He gives peace and comfort to everyone else, even though he's still struggling and suffering with the loss of me. It's funny you say that because I said, I, I've grieved, but I said, I've never had that breakdown and I like wait for it but I felt like I had to be strong mm -hmm. for my parents. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I find that interesting because who says there has to be that breakdown? I don't know. Who says? I think that is one of the most valuable lessons that I've learned from spirit. And you can apply this in so many, like whoever decided what normal is, or that's what we should do. Cause like, especially for me, like talking to dead people is normal. I've been seeing spirits since I'm four. I don't think that that's something common that, that people do or like, right. <laughs> but to me, it's normal. But your brother, from the minute I saw you, I knew that your session was going to be very different. And it most certainly is. Yes, this is about you, but the gift of healing in such a different way. Because it's almost like I see you like walking in in the holidays. Listen, we might spend the whole day crying, but I don't care. We're going to talk about Nick. And it's almost like you just say it so nonchalantly, like, yep, cry. If it's too much, just go in the other room, but come back, you know, but know that I want to talk about the signs that I get from him that I know that he's okay. And I know that heaven is for real. I know because, and I feel like that your brother is saying with that, your dad has sensed and felt your brother's soul, but doesn't know how to express it. How do you connect with a license plate? So does your dad collect license plates? Does he have license plates? Is there some, does someone have a vanity plate? Or do you see like signs through license plates with your brother? Like if you see like numbers or his name? I don't know. Okay. So I'm in a garage. So this, and I'm just going to show you my, my interpretation, you know, my symbol for this. Your brother brought me to a garage and then I saw license plates on the wall. So that's my symbol for where either someone might have an old license plate, they might collect license plates. In my parents' garage, there's license plates hanging up. Huh. <laughs> All right, can we just say this? That was bleeping crazy. I said bleep mm -hmm. so they don't have to bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, I, it didn't come to me first, so I just, and I just remember now. But these are those things, Steve, that I say to people, I want these unique things, that things that you're not expecting your loved ones to bring up and talk about. And the weirdest thing is the, now that I'm thinking about it, I picture the license plate that's hanging and the initials are NVD 
and the N and the D are my brother. Validating that your brother's soul is safe and at peace with God, living life through our eyes, and he wants the family to start embracing life with as much happiness and joy as they possibly can. This does not mean that you never, just because you don't do anything and you sit home and you cry or you're miserable doesn't mean that you're grieving the loss of your loved one. And your brother just looked at me and he goes, Teresa, and I didn't just die just like the other day. He goes, I'm gone a little while. Correct? It was just eight years last week. So, and you think that's a coincidence that this is happening? So for eight years, we have not celebrated holidays. We have not really done anything. The only celebration is through my kids and my mm -hmm. nephews. I said without mm -hmm. them. And your kids know about Uncle Nick, right? They talk about him like he's here. And it's almost like we need that to happen during the holiday with your parents. Maybe that's the icebreaker. One of your kids saying, Grandpa, Pop, look what I got for Uncle Nick, because I know he's in heaven. Because I feel like this is what your kids say. We're watching over. I know he was at my game. I saw him. I felt him in school. Correct? Mm -hmm. And only one of them, I mean, my oldest was not even a year old when he died. Children, it's easier for them to connect with the souls of the departed because their minds aren't busy with questions burdens, guilts, how could this be, right? They just take it for what it is, for what they see. And it's so matter of fact. So maybe that's it. Look at what we got. Do they, do your parents come to you for the holiday? Yeah, they come our house on Christmas. I mean, we go to them. What your brother just showed me, like if you had like a little tree. I think he kind of brought this up before, but it's almost like you have it in the house. And it's like, we maybe the kids make ornaments or you go to one of the spots in the mall and you get all these ornaments in memory of your brother and you give one to everyone and say, please hang this on the tree to wish Nick a Merry Christmas. Acknowledge his presence, whatever you want to do. And I did buy ornaments um, after he passed the Hallmark ones with the year, like in the seashell and but your dad doesn't know that. Now he, I mean, it's on my tree. It's on my parents' tree when, you know. Well, it's almost like now we're making a Nick tree. Or maybe it's just ornaments that people hang on your tree. Whatever you want to do. But I feel like it has to be a physical thing to do. Then your brother showed me. When Spirit shows me a mayonnaise jar, I don't know why this is my symbol. I have pretty weird symbols. <laughs> Even though I love mayonnaise. <laughs> But when they show me a glass mayonnaise jar, it's my symbol for memory jar. And it's something that spirit has brought up time and time again, being able to uh, create uh, memories and be able to talk about our loved ones. Sometimes if it's uncomfortable. So what we do is we take a jar, whatever it is, cookie jar, whatever it is. And we take like a pad. It could be big like this little poster note. Write down something that you remember about your brother. Have people write down a memory. Maybe how they feel that they've seen signs and symbols. 
from your brother or maybe a message to him. Sometimes people just throw it in the jar. I'm Italian. I roll it up and like to put it in a piece of pasta. <laughs> and then you have this jar that looks like it just has pasta in it. And you bring out the jar. It's almost like another, I feel like, remember that game years ago? Well, when I was a kid, it, it was called uh, Don't Break the Ice. <laughs> With the thing, this is what your brother's showing me, but this is almost like, this is the icebreaker to help talk about me. It's funny you bring that game because my kids play it. They just brought it up from the basement the other day and we're playing it. Shut up. I, I mean, that is not a common game. No. Hey, all right. Can we just talk about this for a second? Who plays actual games, right? Everything's about the video stuff. And don't break the ice no less. I mean, don't break the ice is from the 70s. Mm -hmm. This is a double validation. When spirit brings up things that we do and to be so specific about don't break the ice, validating that your brother's soul was present at that exact moment. He experienced that through your eyes, your children's eyes, validating that he is present. So this jar can bring up and it might be an easy way. You pull it out, you read it. It's something that maybe your parents take home. And, and maybe this is a gift from your brother this year, from your brother to your dad in saying, when you miss me, take this jar and you pull it out in your own privacy. So maybe, maybe that's something you do with your children. Maybe you, you email friends, family members. Can you please tell me something about Nick that you remember? And you write, oh, cousin Linda loved when Nick, she remembers he always used to tease her, like whatever it may be. And you roll it up, you put it in the jar. And maybe this could be a gift that you give to your dad and saying, this is a gift from us and from Nick and saying, this is the memory jar that can help you to remember me, to help you maybe talk about me more. And know that it's okay if you cry. It's not a big deal if you cry. What's a big deal is that we're not celebrating him. I shouldn't say that. I should say we're not celebrating him in a family unit. Does that make sense? 100%. So that's the difference in it. That's the difference. That's the key is the family unit. But I'm going to say this. If you tried to do this even last year, I don't think your dad would have been ready. I don't even know. I feel like he might be a little bit open to it. But I feel like if you start by a holiday first, by just like bringing up his name, do you say a prayer before dinner? Or say something before dinner? Do you do it only at a holiday? No, nothing specific. Okay, so this is what he showed me. So he showed me some type of saying before we eat, but then at, say, Thanksgiving, if we all went around the table and said something that we're thankful for. Oh, my gosh. My mom makes us do that every year for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this year you say, I'm thankful for the signs that I get from Nick that he is with us. And he's safe and at peace with God. 
this is your brother. I dare you. I dare you to say it. This. Do you think this is a coincidence? That Thanksgiving is in two days? No. And this was canceled two times. Or they reached out to me in August, but it was my first day with my teachers back in the building. And then I was supposed to have it November 8th and something with the schedule. And then they had the today. No such thing as a coincidence. No. And the thing that I love, because I record months in advance. This is not going to be months in advance. How crazy is this? I mean, literally, you cannot make this up. You can't make it up. I'm the first one to say, Steve, in respect to your dad, that what I do is absolutely crazy. I'm the first one to say it. First one to say it. But there is no way you know what you did. You know how you got on the podcast. You know what happened. Literally, nobody asked you any questions. They probably said, oh, can you make it this day? Can you make it at this time? Can you do this? That was probably literally the only thing that they mm-hmm. asked you. Right? Mm-hmm. Everything that we sense, we feel, we think is a coincidence, know that it's not. Know that it is his soul letting us know that he's okay. And more importantly, that he's safe and at peace. And heaven is for real. Usually a grown man doesn't say that to me. Usually young children will say, please tell my dad, heaven is for real. Never an adult. And then your brother looks at me and goes, are you trying to say that I'm immature? I go, no, I didn't say that. I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's him. <laughs> Can I also ask you this? Did you, so did you ever see Long Island Medium? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have, because your brother was like, he's like trying to take all credit for this. Like, I made this happen. I got it. And this is your grandmother. He's seen the show. He knows who she is. Like, she's saying, what about me? I want to take some credit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I feel like why this is happening is just to validate that they're all together. Good. I'm going to say it again. I don't think I ever had a soul channel like this. But what an amazing gift and a lot to be thankful for this holiday season. I'm very curious to know how it goes. So after the holidays, if you could maybe shoot us an email and let us know how things went. Definitely. It might not go as perfect as your brother is pitching, you know, but I feel like it's all like, it might take some time, but it would each holiday, you might get a little bit easier. Not easy. Cause it's never going to be easy. A, whether you lose a loved one or not, life is hard. Life is not easy. Right? You can say that again. (laughs) And now we have a loss of a loved one. So that makes it harder. And this isn't about making things easy. Because I know the only thing to take away all of your pain and your sorrow is to give you your brother back. I, I can't do that. But what an amazing and beautiful gift he did give you today. And it was an honor for me to channel his soul and to be able to deliver these messages to you. Thank you so much. Uh, this is this is what I needed. The entire family needed. Mm-hmm. Amazing. What a gift. Well, I wish you a very blessed holiday season. Thank you. Same to you and your family. 
Thank and you. And your granddaughter. Thank you. I know she's nine months today. I can't believe it. Nine months. Like, I, I just, I can't believe it. It goes so quick. Right? I, you know, people would say that. And people would even say to me, you know, oh, having a grandchild, it's nothing like it. You honestly can't appreciate that feeling or really understand it until it happens to you. Amazing. Thank you again, Teresa. Oh, you're very well. I always say, don't thank me. Thank your brother, because he's the one that did it. He did an amazing job. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., My name's Steve, and I am from Washington Township, New Jersey. I was looking forward to hearing from my brother today, and he came through and was spot on with what I needed. Some of the messages that Teresa you know, shared with me were a lot about his passing and how my dad is struggling and not able to talk about it without breaking down. And I was shocked when she brought up Don't Break the Ice. I was like, kind of like flabbergasted. It's not a common game. So it just was like, wow. Yeah, when she mentioned license plate at first, I was I couldn't figure it out. And then I just pictured my dad's garage and the license plate hanging up there. And the three initials were NVD. My brother's Nick and the last name starts with a D. And it just stood out to me. Now that the reading's over, I feel great. Like I got what I needed. There's some closure. Just based off what she said, I know that was my brother. The biggest takeaway would be the phrase that he said, heaven is for real. I think bringing this to my dad, the message is, I'm hoping he'll be receptive. I don't know at first if he will, but maybe like if kind of letting him think about it, like, wow, no, I did say that or yes will kind of make, kind of seal the deal and help him begin that process. So when she brought up something at dinner and Thanksgiving and everybody going around and saying what they're thankful for, it was just, that was amazing because that's something she always does and we laugh about it. And most of the time, you know, she'll say, oh, I'm thankful for Nikki while me and my sister are sitting there. What I would say to people who don't believe in this is that you better believe this stuff I mean, just going back to don't break the ice was probably, you know, crazy. <laughs> I just want to thank, you know, I guess my brother for choosing me for this reading. It just, it was great. You know, it gave me a sense of peace to know that he's okay and that he's with us. And I think I needed that. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. 
Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.